0: Now a fishing legend in his own mind, Rick Jordan.
1: You know, when he talks about that fishing hole, that's about what we're going to have to fish out of in a few days, is drilled holes. Russ Francisco starts us out. Good morning, Russell. Good morning. How are you? I heard a story that you were talking to Brad Bennett on this here radio station just a few, well, maybe a month ago, and... And he, he said, Brad said, wait, we'll be fishing in December. And you said, nah, I think we might be fishing this month. Yep, and we probably will. You know, <laughs> There's
2: bold snap coming in. Uh, you know, so we'll talk about that just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, first ice is always dangerous ice. You know, we, we always talk about this. Everybody gets excited. Um, and we had a friend the other day, and I told him, "When you go," he says, "What do you do for ice?" I says, "You walk out, and you spread out, and you don't take your ice house." Yeah. Oh, yeah. I says, "So don't pack all your stuff like you would in the middle of thing. This is a this is a light deal. You wear a life jacket or a floating suit. Have a picks around your neck. I mean, you know, there's a process. If you've never done early ice, don't do it unless somebody tells you how to or somebody takes you with."
1: Oh boy. Yep. I have an experience when I was about five years old that tells me I don't want to go on ice for a long until I see lots of very large people out there. I'm not going out. <laughs>
2: Yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, one of those, one of those deals. You gotta be a little bit careful and, and, uh, but it's, but it's perfectly okay as long as you know what you're doing, you know? And, mm-hmm. uh, and so it's, um, but you know, we have those guys we call the testers and they're yeah. the guys who go out with a, with <laughs> a, uh, uh, a goofy, uh, spud and they just, they go out there and say, you know, it's two inches. Okay. We'll wait till next week. Yeah. You know, Hey, it's four inches. Okay. We can think about it now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, my incident when I was about five, my sister, who was 10 years older, were tobogganing down a hill, and we went into open water, and I remember bumping my head under the ice trying to get out. Yeah. She grabbed me. I lived.
2: That's that's a scary thing. Yeah,
1: I still live with that. But I don't know. Island Lake, I wouldn't even think about it. Uh, some of the ponds, perhaps... Perhaps. Yeah, the round,
2: the round lakes, you know, mm. that, uh, that have been froze for a couple of days. I mean, there's there some lakes north of town here that, that actually have been froze completely over for a couple of days. so And uh, so as those uh, people are calling and saying, hey, yeah. they haven't really told me the name of the lakes. So they say we got ice across this lake, and it's a small lake, and it's been iced over for, you know, three, four days. So yeah. uh, when we go into this cold snap now in the next few days, uh, they'll get four to six inches before we're done. Yeah,
1: a secret If we lake. don't get any snow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A secret Lake is frozen over but there's wet spots which tell me the little springs or something is... Well yeah
2: you bet it's not time to go yet but I mean that's pretty amazing when you think about it from 70 above two weeks ago and we have ice <laughs> over lakes right now I mean it's uh it's quite the deal
1: Um you've got duck hunters in your family I know Russ but uh I can always tell when it's almost time for ice up buffleheads land on our lake
2: Yeah that's right it's the end of it it's a... and uh uh, and pretty much the, most of the duck hunters are calling it a day. A few guys are still trying. I had some friends went out to Dakota, and they turned around and came back. It was everything had iced up, so they called it a day. So mm-hmm. so that's pretty well done for most people anyway, up in the north anyway. Yeah. And, uh, and so now we'll move on to ice fishing. That's what we do. So it's been nuts. I and mean, people people are busy. They're all over the country. People are calling, and, uh, you know, they're hearing it's cold in Minnesota. So people yeah. even in, in Maine and New York who have not got the extreme cold yet, uh, but they're going to get a lot of snow today, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, uh, they're they just cranked up about ice fishing. So here we go. You know, we're going into the show season here, getting ready for the Duluth show on the 9th, 10th, and 11th. So we're packing trailers for St. Paul. We'll go to St. Paul first, and that trailer come back, semi-trailer come back and mm-hmm. back up to the deck, and we'll unload it and do it again. So we're we're doing that. So we've been doing all week is spring trailers.
1: The Weather Channel used a term that we know very well around here, um, lake effect. Yeah, Yeah. And they're talking about Buffalo with, I don't know, Yards of snow. Uh, have we had that much snow off a of lake effect around here? I don't think so. Uh, we've had we've s- had three feet, pretty close. You have know. we?
3: Yeah, 30 inches oh, yeah. at Silver Bay just the other day.
1: All right, I take it back
2: then. Yeah. All right. Yep. So, um, wow. but, but they're talking, that buffalo thing, they're talking up to six feet. <laughs> ah! I, I can't imagine. Aye, I can't imagine. Aye, aye. You know, that, that will end up... Uh, that will end up, uh, uh, Yeah, that'll be there all year. I mean, you know, what do you do with that, you
1: know? <laughs> well, the Twin Cities, I guess, is happy. They got a couple inches of snow. There was a dry spot, a streak from the Twin Cities down to the lower left-hand corner of the state. They finally got moisture, but it's not in the soil because it's laying on top. It's not going down.
2: Yeah, but, but they will get it this spring, This yeah. you know? And that'll that'll be if they you know and here's the deal if you cover cover the earth it warms up underneath and it it'll 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 take some of that, you know. It will.
1: Okay. All right, I'll give it to them
2: then. We're we're early enough. You know, we were we were plowing snow a little bit the other day and, mm-hmm. and the and the ground is still really, really uh soft but this this weekend that'll harden up pretty good. That'll be good and and uh, so it's uh, that's what we're doing. So we're we're getting all organized and ready for, for winter. So here we go.
1: Broke my Toro snowblower already. Oh, geez. Oh, yeah. It's, there's a little... Uh, if you grab this thing over here and it pulls a wire that allows the auger to throw. Uh-huh. I go through two a year of these little wires. I'm getting very good at replacing them.
2: Oh, that's good. As long as you can do it yourself.
1: That's do nice. it yourself. i got three that are hanging in the garage just ready for the next, <laughs> next time. All right. Enough on Toro. Um, Christmas time. You know... There's a good idea stopping at Marine General and getting Christmas presents, especially in the Jordan house.
2: Well, yeah, you know, we, we've been, we, we told everybody, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we, we gave everybody a shot at all these Black Friday deals that we started in, in October and, and told everybody they could. Uh, they could pick at them before we turned them over to the rest of the country. Uh, last weekend, we started turning them over to the rest of the country. But we, we've got uh, lithium batteries. If you need a lithium battery, uh, this is limit two. But if you need a lithium battery, we've got brute batteries are 119 bucks for $69. Uh, and I just got a few more yesterday. I didn't think I was going to get more, but I did. Uh, we've got all the augers on sale, like 10% off, no matter what you want. I've got some starting at 399 electric augers from, from Ion. Uh, we've got... Um, We've got uh, all kinds of deals on tents, uh, so you can save fifty, uh, even up to three hundred dollars on tents. And when you buy a flip-over tent, uh, you can get twenty percent of all the accessories. sharky has got all kinds of rods, ice rods on sale. We got we got some summer rods in from Fish Thirteen. They're thirty-five dollar rod and reel combos yeah. uh, for fifteen bucks. Uh, we bought a pile of them, so we got a deal. We just got lucky. We bought them right off the container, and and so uh, fifteen bucks for, it's a really nice rod. We sold a pile of them last year for for on sale for thirty bucks, but they're they're half they're, they're Better than half price. So those will be good. Uh, we've got uh, Mag-10 downriggers in again. Got them stocked up full, uh, $499. So people are in grabbing those. Uh, that's a really good deal. That's about $60 savings over next summer. So you know, that's what we're doing. So uh, Black Friday's going on. All the show specials are already attached to all the products. Uh, so we're already running them. So uh, here we go. Here you know, we go. It's going to be fun.
1: He's the General Russ Francisco, Marine General Supply. Thank you, sir. See you, man. Bye. Bye-bye. Coming up on 923, we got to take a break. We'll be right back.
4: I'm Rob Drieslein, and this is from the Pages of Outdoor News, sponsored by Fleet Farm. What's the most common violation that Minnesota conservation officers encounter during the deer hunting season here in Minnesota? Number one, hunting over bait was the most common Minnesota deer hunting-related violation the past two years, and it's been number one three of the past five years. Despite a decade plus of warnings and publicity about the illegal activity, including regular preseason reminders from state conservation officers that they're closely monitoring the practice, a segment of Minnesota's hunting public just can't kick the baiting habit. You should know that back in 2012, the state legislature increased penalties for baiting. Though still a misdemeanor, enhanced fines for a first violation run about $400, plus forfeiture of firearm and loss of hunting privileges for a year. State conservation officers cited or warned 173 hunters in 2021 for illegal baiting and 201 in 2020. It was also the number one ranked violation in 2018 with 213 encounters. I'm Rob Driesland and this has been from the pages of Outdoor News. Read more at OutdoorNews.com.
0: You're listening to The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan.
1: Kukul joins us now on KDAL Duluth-Superior, 925, Rick Jordan, Dave Strandberg, Pat Kukul. Good morning. Hey,
5: good morning to you. And here we're off and running almost. The The Wisconsin Wisconsin.
1: fishing. No.
5: No, 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 the four-legged ones. Oh, my God. Marmots? (laughs) I tried to teach you everything I know when you still don't know or (laughs) anything. And my father used to tell me that all the time. Uh, (laughs)
1: Let's start over. Hi, Pat. Hi there. (laughs) Uh, Deer season is big, and Minnesotas didn't uh, get as big as maybe it sometimes does because of weather?
5: Because of weather. They had horrible weather. Horrible weather. They had rain, and they had ice, and they had horizontal rain, and it was just a freaking mess. It was, (laughs) and I really felt bad. But they have a long season. You know, maybe they'll recoup. Now, we've got, you know, the South Shore got a ton of snow, Yeah. and uh, and so, you know, we've got snow, we'll see, we'll see what it brings. Um, you don't know, and that's why they call it hunting, and we have no control over Mother Nature.
1: Did you see any uh, counts? Did the DNR say, oh, oh, yeah, a lot of deer?
5: No, I didn't. I just saw my own counts. Okay. And <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, you know, and, and we've, we're in Bayfield, you know, I hunt in Bayfield County, mm. uh you know, there's a fair. You know, they get, gave out a lot of documents, just A fair amount of deer there. Initially, I heard there weren't any deer, and you know, you don't know. Ah. You don't know until you know. Yeah. So, uh, but no, I actually haven't heard any. They did cut down the permits in Douglas County, but the southern part of the state they didn't. So, every every county is is different. That's for sure. Are you an U- you're an ulu
1: you're an ulu girl, aren't you?
5: No, I am not. I am an I-know-girl. I-know. Oh. <laughs> yes. Don't... And uh, so, uh, you know, again, Bayfield County is where I've always hunted. There's a lot of farmland there, you know. So, yeah, it's all, it's, everybody's, of course, everybody's excited. They should be, you know, because this is a big deal in the state of Wisconsin, and then you throw Thanksgiving in there for, just for the heck of it. <laughs> and so... <laughs> You know that it now becomes Holy Week.
1: Okay, (laughs) that's new. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I don't. I don't know where to go with that one. I know. (laughs) Holy mackerel! How about that? (laughs) Well, I can tell you this: a year ago, we were fishing open water.
5: Yes. Yeah. 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 There's some open water, a little bit out there. Mm. I know. Kind of. You know. Yeah. Well, you you guys, you know, you can go up. Ice fishing too. I never quite got that whole thing, but you know, each to his own. That's why we live here. You can always find something to do no matter what the season.
1: is. Exactly. You can always (laughs) watch the Packers, Vikings, one of those teams. Yeah, I'm not a football person, so I'm not. (laughs) I'm I'm not surprised. But you got you got some good deals over there. I know. Yeah,
5: we're gearing up for next week too. I've got a, a half a semi safes coming in and. With really good deals on, they should be here in a, maybe two weeks, and that'll fit nicely into some Browning safe rebates we're, we've uh, for the notorious Black Friday, which we've never done a lot with, but we're still we're going to look at our gun inventory. And we, Browning's got some great deals on their guns. We're picking and choosing on that. Of course, we are closed Thanksgiving Day, um, but uh, we'll be open nine to six Monday, Tuesday and wednesday and friday and nine to five on saturday next week so yeah we're we've got some stuff going on we're i'm really excited about safes because it's been real tough to get some safes this year so i'm glad to see some of those coming in
1: they're also very handy to keep the guns um in good shape Uh, they don't tip over they don't tip over
5: of course if it's my and my safe, they tip over. You know, like everybody else, you can't get a safe big enough, just like a garage. So, you know, <laughs> jam them in there. When I,
1: when I told my wife I was getting a gun safe, she says, oh, no, that means you're going to have to buy more guns to fill it up. That's absolutely right. Yes, that's a, that's our goal. That's our y- goal. You are the Aaron Judd of Shooter Supply.
5: The Aaron Judd? I don't know how to take that.
1: <laughs> oh, take it good. Dave, okay. Dave, is that okay? Can she be that? Oh, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, thanks. You bet. Okay, uh, I, wait, thank what you I should, hey, I need your address and ours, please, Pat. Okay, we're at the corner of Ogden, the winter, 1705
5: winter. We're open 9 to 6, Monday through Friday, 9 to 5
1: on Saturday. Thank you very much. Aaron, you. Aaron Judge is a good thing, really. Yeah, okay. <laughs> a super, superstar. Major League... Uh, did he become the MVP? Most valuable coach? player. That in the guy. That American guy. League. I know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> six
3: lots of home runs.
1: Six foot eight. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> I got it now.
3: Yeah. That guy.
1: All right. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. I don't know where to go on this, other than to say that uh, if you're going ice fishing, really consider the bad options. Wow. Um. I think
3: it's a little early. For
1: you. I I do too. Yeah. Secret Lake is like 100 acres mm-hmm. up there in Ganescent Town. And we can look out there, and four days ago there were ducks swimming. Yeah. And today it's iced over, but there's some wet spots, which, uh, as I said earlier, tell me that there's some, some bubbles coming up or something. I, I just uh, I don't even want my dog to walk out there.
3: I would drag a boat along if I was going.
1: I've heard of that. <laughs> yeah. I have, yeah. Right. Yeah. At least you got an option. Yep, the place <laughs> to hang on. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back with, hopefully, some more. (laughs) Time now for a Natural
4: Resources Minute, brought to you by the Minnesota DNR. Are you passionate about prairies or interested in learning more about them? Check out The Prairie Pod.
1: The Prairie Pod is a DNR podcast that communicates the science surrounding prairie conservation, restoration and reconstruction, and management. Each episode covers a prairie-focused topic, and offers insights on related literature and places to explore Minnesota's beautiful prairies and other amazing natural areas. You'll hear discussions from a variety of experts tackling the complexity, challenges, and beauty of Minnesota's prairie landscape. Check out the Prairie Pod on the DNR website or on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher,
4: or TuneIn. For more information, call 888-646-6367 this has been a Natural Resources Minute from the Minnesota DNR. You're
0: listening to The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. With Rick
3: Jordan. Beach Boys, yeah. Is
1: this the one where they used a pencil to uh, uh, smack the ashtray? <laughs> They
3: talked about past the ashtray. I don't know if oh, he was. Oh, is that it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Back in the days when everybody smoked.
1: I remember those days. Yeah. Me too. Yep. I you, was one of
6: them. <laughs> you haven't
1: had a cigarette for 15 years. Uh, longer than that, no. Good boy. hmm Johnny Charlesstrom has never had a cigarette, I'll bet.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Not that I can remember.
1: Well, you'd be the one to know. I, uh yeah. I played with it a little bit and decided, oh, this doesn't taste that good, so I'll move on to something else. Yeah. Copenhagen. It might have been a
7: couple, couple of days in college, but uh, yeah. Yeah, those those days were 30 years
6: ago.
1: Oh, boy. Yeah. I can remember. Yeah. I had, had a picture of my brother, who I worshipped, um, older fellow, <laughs> by 15 years. Somebody uh, showed me a picture of him holding a cigarette, and I thought, that can't be my brother. <laughs> That's
7: not my brother. That's not my.
1: Yeah. Hey Johnny, uh, fishing is kind of on hold for a while, isn't it? Yeah,
7: yeah. We gotta. We have to wait till we have uh, some quality ice on the lakes, and and that's gonna. That's not this week. No, I don't know. Maybe next week after a, a, a solid week of cold without more snow, but uh, not
2: yet.
1: This has been a very weird. Nah, year. What is it? Twenty twenty two. Think of what we had: International Falls, Rainy Lake, all yeah. of that mess,
7: all of that spring flooding, and and wow. then then we kind of went into a drought here, and yeah. Now we're getting we 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 got enough precipitation this last month. I think we're we should be back up to about normal now. Anyway, yeah.
1: I I think I saw something that said we're. Very close to uh, southern Minnesota, still got some spots that aren't uh, up to normal. But hey, have they ever been normal down there?
7: <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> but uh, how did the deer season go? Tomorrow's or this weekend's the last week. Uh, it, how does it rank? Um, in the as far as our
7: processing shop numbers were pretty spot on with about the last four years, but uh, I know. Statewide, uh, things were down.
1: Yeah,
7: um, and I, I can tell by the, the. I think we were talking about this last week. The the size of the animals that we've seen this year, a lot more big, mature, older deer, and um, so, yeah, we're, we're probably on a, a low cycle now. But you know, mm-hmm. who knows if the deer if the deer have a good winter. Maybe next spring we'll get a whole bunch more fawns and start getting the population back up.
1: You're talking to people that stop by and brag about grouse hunting, perhaps.
7: Uh, before we got to the rifle season, a lot of people were talking about uh, getting into some good numbers of birds, and uh, and uh, and all the leaves finally went down, and mm. and then now rifle season and about. Four or five inches of snow. Not a lot of people going out after the grouse, but <sighs> there's a lot of grouse out there, so uh, put on them boots and get out there.
1: I got a thought here. Um, the woods will be kind of quiet with the three, four, or five inches of snow. You can do some sneak hunting.
7: Yeah, If you get up in that Finland area, there's about Ooh. 15 inches of snow over that way.
1: Yeah, that's what I hear. But,
7: uh, yeah. No, you could probably get out there and do a, do a good treat. Just next week, uh, aren't we supposed to warm back up a
1: little bit, Dave? What do you think? Warming, down? Up?
3: Warming up? Uh, yeah, around thirty, I think, on Wednesday, but cooling off again. So it's, well,
1: that's not
7: hot. Yeah, it won't be.
3: Well, it
1: won't 30, be above freezing.
7: Not gonna, yeah. That's not going to melt a whole lot. So no, no. I guess. Uh, it's, it's I guess. Winter's it, here. We will just have to embrace it. Yep.
1: Embrace it. Uh, chronic wasting disease over by Bemidji. They had a little breakout. Did Did you notice anything around here? Chronic CWD. Um. No. Good. No. Um.
7: And most of the animals from out that way. People. People get them processed pretty close to where they they hunt them, and uh, you know around here we're just we're dealing with people that hunt Duluth, Hermantown, and uh, North Island Lake. We got a whole lot of a whole lot of deer from that area but uh I really haven't seen any any people coming in from from the uh western part of the state.
1: How about uh, biggins? uh anybody bring in a really big deer
7: uh, yeah I think we got pictures of about uh at least a there's at least a half dozen really really nice ones and i i know um, when people come in for um, getting their animals skinned for the taxidermist, yeah. we normally have to do that on about four every rifle season. And this year, I believe we must have scum about 15 for taxidermists. There, there was a, a lot of people shooting 10-point bucks that uh, want to get those put on the wall. So it, mm. it was a it was a, a very successful year for uh, for the a lot of the taxidermists too. All right,
1: all right. Let's talk about archery. This is uh, something that we can do all winter long. You're you're uh, you've got a beautiful range back there in the back of the house.
7: Yeah, yeah. We've got a, a a nice heated indoor range. So when you get sick of the snow and you want to come and do an inside sport, um, we have uh, we can get eighteen lanes for shooting, and uh, $8 is a shooting fee. You can come in and shoot all day. And if you don't have a bow, um, we have quite a few demo bows we can get you set up with, and you can try the sport out. And if we, if we find something that fits you perfect and you fall in love with it, uh, we'll sell it to you and make you have your guy.
1: You know, I was just thinking about what I did in college and all the kids that did it for the first time. So if you're a first-time shooter of archery, don't feel bad if the arrow bounces off the pavement. <laughs> I'm really now. I was yeah. up, I was watching some people at your shop uh, a couple three years ago, and I saw that, and I had to smile. I said, yep, been there."
2: Yeah,
7: oh, we we have uh, we have. Uh... Lots of brand new, brand new shooters that are, are yeah. coming in and just trying it for the first time, and and uh, and then we have quite a few seasoned pros that yeah. this is their sport that they've been doing for the last 30 years, and they just continue to do it.
1: Okay, got to scoot. What are your hours at that shooting range? Shooting
7: range opens up every morning at uh, nine o'clock, closes at uh, eight p.m. and seven on Sundays.
1: And the store
7: store opens up every morning, 6 o'clock.
1: Beautiful. Johnny Charles? It closes
7: at 8, 7 on Sundays.
1: Thank you. Keep a tight line, shoot straight, and we'll see you next Friday. All right. All right. We'll take a break. We'll come right back.
0: The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan.
1: Cecilia. Mm-hmm. Simon. And, uh,
3: and Garfunkel. And Garfunkel. <laughs>
1: and Jay. And who? Jay. Jay is at... Uh, period guns and ammo good morning jay good morning how's it going over there awesome beautiful day
8: Eh, well it's a little cold but uh what do you expect
1: yeah but yeah but tomorrow it's deer season in wisconsin well i'll take that i'll brave the cold just to get out there (laughs) yeah this is your first season this is your first opener actually for uh for wisconsin deer uh what's happening what's the big buy that people are after now
8: Ooh, well, a lot of folks have been looking for some two forty three uh rifle and rounds. Um we've been stocking up on those. Uh thirty odd six, um three oh eights, yeah, we've been we've been pumping out a lot of a lot of rifles lately.
1: Thirty odd six is the one that I kinda grew up with for large animals, right?
8: Yeah, yeah, thirty odd six, beautiful round. Um personally I'm kind of a fan of the uh the three hundred savage. Mm. It, it's an odd round, but uh, I don't know. It's what I've heard with since uh, since I was old enough to pull the trigger. So,
1: whoa! Wait a minute now. What is an odd? What do you mean by odd round? Well, it, it's it's kind of
8: hard to get. Oh, it's kind of a a novelty round, but it performs. It performs, man.
1: Okay, if if you say so, I'm going to go with you because I know you've had a lot of experience at this.
8: <laughs> well, I'm still I'm still a little. Uh, wet behind the ears but uh we're getting there
1: (laughs) i gotta ask you shooting range how we doing
8: doing good we uh we ordered the the backstop for the range so that folks can get in here and shoot safely um so we ordered all that in and that will be installed very soon so we're making good headway
1: um gotta ask what kind of material is in the backstop foam
8: uh, so, it's a foam rubber kind of mix. Um, it's a ballistic block. Yeah. But no, you know, there's no chance for bounce back or uh, anything like that. And it kind of deadens the noise so you mm-hmm. don't wreck your eardrums in the process there.
1: Yeah. Hey, I stopped by the other day. I, I asked for you. You weren't in.
8: Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, somebody was, said uh, you had a date. Well, you know, you got to take the <laughs> wife out every once in a while.
1: Yeah, but the place looks great. And it, uh, it looked good when we were there a month ago and and even now it just looks like a museum with new stuff
8: yeah yeah it's it's beautiful over here we um we got a little bit of everything from you know the new a r s some folks that are looking for tactical stuff, and then some folks that are looking for you know that old collectible piece we got that too
1: yeah. And uh, as we said before, if you've got something around the house that you no longer need, bring it in and you guys can help us uh sell it.
8: Absolutely. Um that's one of the, the beauties of a place like this. We try to we try to rotate our inventory pretty frequently, so yeah, we love we love used guns. Bring them on in.
1: And it looks fun to just walk around. You spend an hour just looking up with your neck bent. It's beautiful.
8: There you go. Hey,
1: where are you located?
8: Uh we are at 619 Ogden. Um, And for the hours over here, we run 9 to 6 on the weekdays and 9 to 5 on the weekends. And if you all swing in today and tomorrow, we're having a 10% off all ammo ink ammo. Wow. Yeah. So come on in and, uh, you know, y'all get stocked up.
1: We'll do it. Thank you, Jay. Appreciate it a lot. Good job. Superior guns and ammo. Superior. No kidding. Oh, look at this. Quarter to ten. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back.
0: The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan.
1: They say that you're a run-around lover. The Has a Thousand Eyes by... Uh, Bobby B, Minnesota guy.
3: Yeah, I think he ended up in Minnesota. So the to begin with. Yep,
1: St. Cloud. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he was pretty sick a few years ago. I yeah. know. Uh, Night good song yeah. We're getting ready to go outside um, Dave Miller joins us from Northwest Outlet in Superior You pretty much summed it up before we got on the air You just got to dress right
0: <laughs> Yeah, good morning <laughs> Good morning, Rick Good morning, Dave Good morning to everybody and, and, you know, I, I was listening to the show And, I mean, everybody's excited about going hunting Sure um, and, and of course, ice fishing is kind of coming on, and there's people outside playing hockey and yep. all kinds of outside stuff. I, you know, it, it's like the seasons are changing. My, my wife was rowing last weekend, and probably this weekend, for the heck of it, she's going to put her skis on and, <laughs> and go for a ski around the homestead. But, you know, no matter what you're doing, you can't have fun outside unless you're warm. And it's like right now in the store it's been really busy with the guys working at the refinery, but, but just trying to help them get educated and understand what it takes to stay warm in the cold, you know, whether it's your feet or your, your legs, your, your body, your hands, your head, um, all of those things kind of come into play. And, and that's kind of our specialty this time of the year is, is trying to get people outfitted and keeping warm.
1: Um, it's true. Uh, layers have always been the answer, but there's sometimes you can go from, I don't know, a t-shirt to a pretty darn good overcoat.
0: That's true. That's true. And and you know, I, I always tell people, no matter what they say, thickness is warmth. Yep. And and you know, in today's market, there's there's a lot of the garments that that provide the outside protection, and they've got a medium amount of insulation, but. Mm-hmm. But it's it's really good to plan on layering, you know, and, and whether it's the long underwear close to you, whether it's the, the multiple layers out from there, um, depending on the temperature. But the nice thing with layering is is you can kind of adjust it for the day.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, uh, yeah, a couple yeah. of weeks ago, we had a, a pretty windy few days, and uh, I was outside doing this and that, probably stuff I should have done two months ago. But um, I found myself in a jacket still getting cold so i ran in and put a windbreaker over that and that healed everything
0: made all the difference in the world and, yes sir. you know what like thinking of the deer hunter right now going off to the stand oh. and you know especially if it's a bit of a hike it's really easy to be overdressed and start sweating mm-hmm. and and you know even depends on what you're wearing all in all but even with a with the the, the the polypropylene, the wool, long underwear, the underlayers moving the moisture away from you, it's still hard to get rid of all of that moisture that's been going on. So it's I, I always tell people when you're when you're gonna be out hiking, you're gonna be on the trail before you get to a stand, yeah. make sure that you dress down a little bit and carry the layers to put on afterwards. But you know, it's it's socks, it's boots and all of those things that kind of come dialing into our kind of Northland winners, and and you know at the store we got the Carhartt line, we got the North Face, the Columbia. Um, th- this time of the year too, it's the kids getting all the snow pants and the snow boots for the kids. The you know and and we got all of that, but then the ladies' coats and you know nowadays it's those nice long down coats that kind of come into play. Mm-hmm. But but then in the guys, you know we got the Choco too, the snowmobile, but. Some of their snowmobile coats are coats that I would wear to church <laughs> because they look really good on you. And and then, the you know, the bibs that go along with them. So we've got this huge selection in the long underwear, the smart wool socks, the darn tough socks, all the winter boots. And whether they're steel toes or safety toe boots or, or the regular ones. And, I mean, from the itty-bitty little kids all the way up to the great big adults, I see some 16s downstairs and uh you know we we got it, but then there's then there's the safety gear the compasses the 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 waterproof matches the the reflective blankets, all of those things that kind of come into play and in Wisconsin folks, you gotta wear orange if you live out in the country absolutely and and you're walking the dog, walking to the mailbox. Yep. Um, yeah just you know if you're hiking on a trail boy, you gotta wear orange out there right now it's hunting season coming up
1: totally agree what are your hours at northwest outlet superior we
0: are open uh monday through friday nine until seven saturday nine to five thirty and for you deer hunters we got that that norwegian aftershave that the deer just love so come on in and check us out and everybody have a great safe weekend Thanks for being there, and have a happy Thanksgiving, too. The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan.
1: I see that worried look upon your face. You've got your troubles. I've got my life. Yeah, good good song. Thought I was going to have to add lib there. Matt King, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing today? Good. Hey, uh, you're driving?
6: I am driving. You be
1: careful. Where are you headed?
6: I'm just headed to the
1: store. Well, you're late. You opened at 7 this morning. Uh, 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. Oh, eight okay. O'clock. You're only two hours late. Uh, it's, it's busy time. I know you're going deer hunting, uh, or have you been deer hunting? Yes, I have been deer
6: hunting. I deer hunted uh, this week, good. and uh, uh, not very good luck,
1: though. <laughs> you were just picking. You saw so many deer you didn't
6: want. Uh, you know, I did see a couple this morning. I was out bow hunting. I did see a couple there that I didn't want, Um but it was still fun to see, and, uh, you know, they walked right underneath my tree, to be honest. And, uh, <laughs> so that was kind of fun. Um, you know, you don't always get a chance to see them up close like that and really watch what they're doing, you know, when they're that, that close to you. So it's kind of uh, it's kind of fun.
1: Uh, that's pretty, pretty, I would think. It's
6: been overall a pretty slow, uh, numbers are down, I would say, for, uh, you know, deer hunting this year hmm. overall. And uh, so it's been, uh, you know, just kind of kind of down. And uh, I think that's, you know, a tribute to, you know, we've had a lot of snow for the last few years. We've had, uh, you know, and the wolf population is up pretty high and uh, just a combination of a lot
1: of things. Yeah, um, it's been ugly weather, too. I know the snow is, is good, but man, that's cold out there. Well, yeah,
6: and, and, you know, we had that opening weekend starting Sunday afternoon, and that went all the way through to about Tuesday or Wednesday there. The wind was blowing 40-some miles an hour and, and raining, and, yeah. you know, that's not very uh, very good of weather to be out in a tree.
1: No, uh, no, no. Uh, but <laughs> we've got uh, fishing season getting ready to gear up. Uh, do not, do not go ice fishing for a while, please.
6: Yeah, we need to let these lakes uh, tighten up here. Uh, They just started freezing. I don't even think some of the bigger ones are completely froze yet. And, you know, we're going to get some cold weather here for the next uh, couple days. Um, But then next week's going to warm up a little bit again. But hopefully we can get everything tightened up and then just maintain some decent temps and get this ice built up good before we get a bunch of snow on it. Um that would be really good.
1: Sounds like you're turning. I can hear your clicker. Absolutely, yep. Moving into the a, the shop. Just about to the store. Yeah, so. I figured that. What are your hours at for sure? So we're uh right now we're eight to seven,
6: uh and then eight to six on Sundays. So eight to seven, Monday through uh Saturday and then Sundays eight to six. Um, and we're, uh, you know what, I got a big, uh, another big ice order on its way. It should be here today. We are, uh, we got a lot of product up there for ice fishing. I mean, uh, you know, everything, rods, reels, grafts, uh, you know, houses, uh, clothing, you name it, we got it. And uh, so we're getting uh, ready for ice fishing, a lot of nice uh, new lures out there and some new uh, New different, you know, products that people came up with that I found at some of these shows this year, and uh, it's going to be kind of interesting.
1: Good. Looking forward to it. We'll have to stop by and check it out. Uh, What are your hours, by the way, Matty?
6: 8 to 7, Monday
1: through Saturday, 8 to 6 on Sundays. Keep a tight line. Drive carefully. We'll see you you later. Thank you. Matt King at Fisherman's Corner, close by Pike Lake, across from the Dairy Queen. Some say it's... King's outdoor experience. What do you got planned for the weekend, David?
3: Uh, nothing big. Same here. Kinda lay back and relax. Play with the dog. You need a dog. You got to get a puppy. Uh, actually, I actually have a dog. My son has a dog, and I'm dog sitting. Somewhere.
1: What kind is it?
3: Uh, cockapoo. No. Yeah. They're, nu-
1: They're nuts. Have you noticed? <laughs> yeah. I think
3: all dogs are nuts. I their think you
1: right. All right, we got it Scoot. That's a frenzy. We'll see you next week. Thank you.